Good evening, everyone. It's uh, Will Martinez here with Dark Fringe Radio. Thanks for joining us on another edition of the podcast. And, of course, I can't do this without uh, my co-host every week, Jay Galosi. Jay, how's it going, brother? Uh, it's another day in paradise, my guy. I'm, uh, uh-huh. I'm here in, in my happy place, my man cave with my new yeah. pool table. I'm, Look at that. Uh, I'm Jack, man. I'm good. Look at that. What a great setup, brother. Looks great. Looks wonderful. Oh, man. my God. It's uh, Here, let's, let's shine just a little bit of light. There it people. is. Look at that. Look at that beautiful setup. Table. Look at that. Real. You can't ask for more than that, man. Really? Oh man. I would. You'd spend your days there. I could understand that completely. You know. So I calculated out today. Oh, here we uh, go. I have spent almost forty hours since Sunday. Wow, Jay. Playing pool by myself. I couldn't do that. <laughs> not a lot of people can. <laughs> you not love not the sport. You love the sport of playing pool. Dude. I, I, you know, I have, I have done it. It's been my pastime. I got into it when I was nineteen. Yeah, no, I remember. You know, and we used to all play together. You we, know, we used to all have a good time. And I, yeah. but I always, always, always. But you took it I on another it. level. You took it on another I level. Have, yeah. I mean, I have custom <clears throat> one of a kind pool cue. I mean, I, it's, this is what I do. People, yeah. this is what I when I'm not happy in life. You know, everybody has their thing to go on walks, to do this, to do, but I shoot pool. I put in my headphones, <laughs> put in my headphones, and I shoot pool. Yeah. And it doesn't even have, I don't have to have somebody to play against. I will gladly play against myself on the table because that's how uh, much I love it. But yes, yeah, so this was, this was a birthday present uh, for that's me. That's awesome. So wonderful, Jay. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, it's a great setup and it's a great little place there too to uh, uh, broadcast our fringe radio. So we love the background, we love the setup. Uh, you know, can't wait to get over there and play some, uh, rack a couple games of uh, pool. There February 5th. There we go. Yeah. It's your birthday coming around the corner, by the way, everybody. Uh, but, uh, just want to remind everyone, uh, how you could listen to the podcast. Really simple. Go to darkfringeradio.wordpress.com. Go there. All the links for all the uh, streaming sites are there. We're all on all major streaming sites, uh, iTunes, uh, what, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, all those big ones. So we're all there. We're just make all. sure you go there. Yeah, we're all over the place. So Wherever. there's no reason why you can't listen to the show. Also, I wanted to remind everybody, our YouTube, this is the reason why we're doing all this video now and mm-hmm. uh, giving you this extra content. YouTube, make sure you go to YouTube.com and go to Dark Fringe Radio, and you can go to our channel. Make sure you subscribe. Give us a nice little comment. We really appreciate it. Uh, but make sure you check us out on YouTube. That's a big thing that we're doing now. Another thing I wanted to mention, Jay, uh, for people who want to get in contact with us and want to become a guest on the show, thedarkfringe at gmail.com again thedarkfringe at gmail.com and uh tonight we have a really special guest uh jay we have uh david weiss uh he's the flat earth uh, uh he's basically the flat earth guy and he has uh, the he's flat the earth pod- yeah he's the guy uh he has the flat earth podcast.com he's been on um tinfoil hat he's been on jericho's podcast he's been on a lot of big different places so we can't wait to get into that conversation here with mr david weiss but before we do all that of course jay uh we have to get into our our more lovable segments here that we kind of like to give everybody here. And we'd love to start off with, of course, as the world. Burns. And um, I don't really have anything too negative, Jay. I don't want to spend too much time on negative shit. Um, there's enough negative stuff Me out there either. right now. But there's, yeah. there's a, what the, there's, there's a, as the world burns. Yes. I mean, I texted you about it earlier today. Let's talk about it, Jay. Come on, bring it let's up. Talk so it, let's, 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 let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Let's hash it out. So, so today friends is, uh, is, is the final day for Mr. Hank Aaron. Um, he's a huge baseball star. Uh, for those listening who are, are in America, you know, a huge baseball star. He, he, you know, set a home run record, 755 home runs. I mean, he was mm-hmm. an yeah. unbelievable hitter. He was uh, an activist for, um, you know, for uh, for people of color. He's mm-hmm. helped to, to raise social awareness. I mean, he was, he was really all around, all around a great guy. Athlete, humanitarian. No scandals. You never person. heard nothing bad about nothing. him either. Never heard nothing. No steroids. Never. Nothing. 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 All he did was play baseball and be a good people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And today he passed. Yes. What was strange about it, though, 
I guess he had gotten the Corona vaccine about a week ago. Yeah. Somebody had been having wine with him two nights ago and said he seemed fine. He seemed fine, according to the family, the night of. He went to sleep and just never woke up. Hmm. Um, and he was in his 80s. I mean, he, he was in his 80s. Those things do happen. Yeah, but that's kind of circumstantial, too, at the same time, don't you think? I mean, come on. I mean, I, I mean, that's a bit suspect. I kind of felt like it was kind of up our alley. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's and it's actually something that it's actually something that I actually bring up to David, and we talk about it, David Weiss, and we actually get into it a little bit about the coronavirus, and uh, we kind of came to a little bit of an agreement, um, but as far as it being something, yes, of course, it's killing people out there, but I don't know. I don't believe that it's at the, the fury that what it's being purported. Um, as far as what the news is concerned and stuff like that, you know, we hear of this number of like over 400,000, <clears throat> 4 million. Yeah. 4 million people a day. Some something like that. like that. Yeah. And I so, mean, it's, uh, yeah, it, well, but then yeah, we hear all these I, things I, about the, these hospitals, you know, just slapping the coronavirus thing as a cause of death. You know what I mean? It, so it increases their revenue. Of course. That was, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. My, mm-hmm. um, my sister, her uncle. So my sister mm-hmm. and I have different dads. Mm-hmm. Um, her uncle uh, passed away. Her great uncle, her grandmother's brother, okay, uh, passed away. It was in his nineties. Uh, it was just it was his time. It was just natural causes, and they they said it was coronavirus. The guy didn't have coronavirus. He never got, never had a single symptom of coronavirus. But they said coronavirus because it gets the hospital an extra forty thousand dollars in revenue. Um, so wild. I mean, that's so wild. It, yeah, yeah. It, so it's, you don't. It's like you don't really even so know many, what the truth is. No, that's the whole. That's the problem with everything. Everything mm-hmm. is so fucking convoluted at this point. It, you don't right. know which way is up. It, it's right. It's so hard to tell. You know, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We just had this whole thing with the whole President Trump, and whether you do yeah. or do not like Trump, it, I mm-hmm. honestly couldn't give a shit. But uh, it was there were protests on his way in, and there were protests on his way out. It happened both ways. Both sides have done the shit. No one is right. They're both fucking wrong because they're so focused on being the one instead of let's get some unity. I mean, it's a two political party system. That's the yeah. It's a two political party system. That's all that's fucked up. Yeah. But But anyways, we're not going to get into politics here. No, 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 no. no. I'm just simply saying, like everything else, it's so convoluted because everything that's the the information we're getting, you don't know what to believe half the time. Comes with always comes with a purse string. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. Follow the money. So yeah, follow the money. And that's something that we actually kind of talk about uh, with David Weiss. So um, we talk about that. We also talk about the flat earth. So really interesting conversation and um, uh, looking forward to you guys listening to that. But um, so yeah, Jay, uh, as the world burns, Jay, I didn't want to bring up anything too negative. So I wanted to kind of bring something kind of scary, but uh, this guy in uh, Jersey, he claimed to be actually attacked by the legendary Jersey devil. Um, Have you heard about the Jersey devil? Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> there's a New Jersey man. He recounts his encounter with the infamous uh, Jersey Devil about six decades after it actually took place on a, a new episode of Fox Nation's uh, Monsters Across America. They have this new segment uh, that they're mm-hmm. doing on their channel. Um, so I don't care what political side. I just if I see something kind of paranormal or cryptid, I watch it. So you're on I checked it. it out. Yeah, I'm on it. So um, in the episode, uh, Michael Orfe. He, uh, he actually recalls uh, telling, uh, traveling down an unpaved road uh, in South Jersey High School as he was a South Jersey High School student back that time, 60 years ago, uh, with his date uh, with this girl named Violet. And then um, suddenly he remembers Violet spotting something in the, um, unusual coming towards them. And mm-hmm. then um, he basically he can't forget what he saw. Basically, he's right. like he <laughs> he held up a sketch of what he thought what it looked like at the time because he had a sketch done. <clears throat> and he hid the sketch away from his children um, ever since they were little. I mean, it's something that he's had for a long time. So the backstory, of course, of Jay, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Jersey Devil. It's varied, of course, um, by the number of people who have claimed to encounter it, you know, from more than we, 200. We know it's, Go ahead, we Jay. know it's DTF. We know it's DTF. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it's DTF, but. It's DTF. You know. <laughs> it's DTF. It's Jim. Yeah. <laughs> and you know drinking or how you can you can lure it out with a g-string 
Right, right. There you go. <laughs> well, it's been around the legend itself, Jay, for over 250 years. So this is not something that um, it's just popped up like a week ago or a month ago. Uh, this has been around for a long time. And it's been always been circulating. That story has been circulating around the Pine mm-hmm. Barrens area of New Jersey. Uh, that's where, it, the, you know, the, basically the, they originate where the it, origin yeah, from this whole story comes from. But, yeah, he recalls this, you know, rolling down his father's car uh, when he gets in the car and there was something out in the woods and all of a sudden he sees his hand and he says that he'll never, he'll never forget what it looked like. He had sharp nails. And uh, it's a pretty uh, interesting story because this guy really doesn't have any reason to come out with a story like this. You know what I mean? Um, he's a pretty well-respected guy. Not you know, going to get his dick wet. No. <laughs> well, listen, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's going on in the Pine Barrens area, but if it does, God bless him. Uh, but, you know, again, you know, after he saw this creature, it finally took off. And but it's something that he has held on to for a very long time, Jay. I mean, it's a it's a pretty interesting tale. And I um, I implore everybody to go check it out on our website. Of course, darkfringeradio.wordpress.com. That's where we posted it up there. So make sure you go check it out. Uh, what's your take on this whole thing, Jay? You know, on this one, I'm going to lean towards the truth. I'm going to lean that he actually got attacked by something he believes was the Jersey Devil and. It might be some form of cryptid in which we've never seen. I tend not, when it comes to the cryptids, mm-hmm. I, I tend to, to veer away. I, right. I, I don't believe there are a lot of cryptids out there. I, but on this one, I believe that this man in Jersey was attacked by something resembling uh, said cryptid. Uh, now are we sure it was this particular jersey devil (laughs) was it just a skank yoked up on meth was who knows who knows but a crackhead uh, in the wind he he, who knows i mean that kind of shit happens here in florida all the time so who the hell knows right jersey's not that far (laughs) jersey's not that far man it's right up by 95 that's right you don't even gotta get off you just (laughs) oh yeah i mean listen I, i i'm with you on this because for a guy in his age to come out with some story like this at this age, you know, 70 something years old, doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Doesn't make sense. And the how, and if you go to the, to the website, you can actually look at the story. They have a video on it. They, they've interviewed the guy and you can kind of, you know, you tell when somebody's telling you a story and like, we talked about this last week, Jay, you know, the bullshit meter, if it goes off, you can tell that this guy is a pretty straight shooter and you know what I mean? He's an older gentleman. He has no reason to, you know, come some kind of yeah. story. So again, you know, I, I want to side with you on this as well. Uh, really interesting tale of a cryptid J of course, the infamous New Jersey devil. And uh, that's it for uh, as the world's burns. I just wanted to keep something nice and short and sweet and something different off the, you know, off the negative tip. So of course I wanted to do that tonight, but of course that leads us into our next segment, which is uh uh, favorite for a lot of people here, Jay, is what the F Florida man. Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. Now to the town of Sefner, Florida, near Tampa, where last night the earth opened up as it does increasingly, and this time it swallowed a 37-year-old man as he slept in his home. A man accused of destroying a liquor store in Okaloosa County told police he was in Alice in Wonderland. Matthew Horace Jones also said a caterpillar smoking a hookah told him to do it. A man calls 911 while Collier County Sheriff's deputies are chasing him and he says Donald Trump, our president, is his personal friend, a close one at that. A Lake Worth man is uh, not too happy. He's accused of getting violent when waiters at a restaurant told him they weren't giving away free pizza. Covering Florida this morning, a Key West man is behind bars. Investigators say he was caught with a large amount of cocaine hidden in this cookie monster doll. Holy shit! And, uh... (laughs) Jay, uh, for those that are not familiar with what the F Florida man, this is a segment that uh, you, Jay, of course, uh, come up with a story. Not come up with, you just basically Google and find a find. story. It's pretty easy, I actually. And I got yeah. a good one, man. <laughs> in the state of Florida, of some crazy hijinks that happens here, of course, in this crazy sunshine state. So, Jay, what do you have for what the F Florida man this week? Well, what the F Florida man, I think, honestly, out of all our uh, years of doing this uh, and all the stories we've come across and everything that we've heard from every media source across every opportune channel, mm-hmm. I believe I have found the most what the Florida man to ever Florida man. Wow. Okay. Because it doesn't take just one Florida man. Oh, it's an entire okay. Florida-based conglomerate. 
<laughs> a nationally known Uh-oh. company has pulled the ultimate Florida man. Let's hear it, Jay. Team here in Miami. The Miami Heat, my friend. You know him well. Dwayne Wade. We had LeBron for a very short period. So many greats have come through these doors. The Miami Heat are now using coronavirus detecting dogs. Oh, wow. Really? Before they let their before they let people into the arena. How, now how is that possible? How could they train a dog to smell coronavirus? Do you have any intel on that, Jay? Uh, according to the NBA, <laughs> Miami Heat are allowing fans back into the American Airlines arena for their upcoming games this season. And they are implementing an interesting new approach to checking whether those fans are entering safely. Safety is key. The, organi- the organization will have coronavirus virus detecting dogs at the entrance to screen fans for the respiratory disease that has caused this global pandemic. They're Mm. allowing fans in on June 28th. They've limited seats to 1500 and that's only the season ticket holders. The official statement of the team is um, that this policy will, will specifically work. Mm. If you or anyone in your traveling party is signaled by a canine, all members of that party will not be permitted. So, Let's say uh, you and I have season tickets, which are roughly $500 a pop. Uh, of course, we have ones for our girls, uh, because what kind of a gentleman wouldn't? Uh, and one for our son. So you're looking at $1,500 worth of tickets. Yep. Now, let's say one of our children happens to be asymptomatic, be carrying around said little disease, or had had already disease, or we had already had, had said disease, uh, and now we have something on our breath that a dog can pick up. Now, Yes, dogs' uh, noses are very strong. I don't doubt that dogs can detect things like that with bombs and things of that nature. But dog gets a whiff. Let's say maybe I've eaten a bacon cheeseburger right before I got there. It really likes <laughs> That's what, my what I was smells. just about to say. Yeah, right. All six of us and that $3,000 worth of tickets Out the are fucking gone. Yeah. That's why most people won't even chance it to go out because it's like, you know what? Fuck it. What's Why am point? I going to even... What's the point? Yeah. What's the point? Yeah, I might but, as well just stay home and watch it. But aren't there better ways to protect ourselves than relying on the canine? I, I believe in canines. I have a dog I love very much. I went aggro on my neighbors this evening because they pissed me <laughs> off with my dog. But she's a dog, man. Right. Exactly. It's a dog. It's a dog, right. Exactly. Dog. They have proven that burgers can get by guard dogs by using sausage. I mean, I'm just saying. Mm, I'm like, yeah, maybe I, not all I, dogs. Maybe I don't know. Dogs. Like, do you think that that's know. actually possible? Do I think they can detect the coronavirus? Yes. Really? Do I do I think it's reliable and scientifically proven enough to be kicking people out of basketball arenas where you honestly should be having everything everybody just separated? You know, right, like there's got to be there's got to be other ways we can do this. Checking temperatures and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I I do. I believe a dog can detect that. Yes, because those dogs. I mean, dogs are fucking unbelievable. Dogs are no, incredible. I totally things get it. They can pick up. A, but is this really the most efficient? Is this really the most concrete way of knowing if somebody has uh, the possibility of a coronavirus before you let them into an enclosed space? I don't think so. Well, don't they have immediate like uh, coronavirus tests that gives you immediate like results now? Uh, they do actually. My my girlfriend took one just this evening. There you go. Okay, so little, and then, little prick test you can do it at home. And it's ninety nine point nine percent accurate. There you go. And so you take it, and then how long does it take for the results? Like twenty minutes. There you go. I mean, so why don't they like just do that like before with all the people before they I come into the arena? Have them go into like a, a like a separate area before they're allowed in. Have them do the test. Have them wait twenty minutes, and if they're clear, they're clear. They can come in because it's the Miami Heat. <laughs> the oh. Answer: it's Florida man, dude. This is okay. why they're on Florida man. You're right. Because you're right. I, again, also, it would be one thing if we're talking some AAA squad or a college right. is doing this. No, this is or, a professional NBA team that's won championships. Many championships run by a very successful company that runs cruise lines. Mm-hmm. 
with like, the hell of a GM on top of it. With the hell of a GM on top of it. Right. And this that's that's what makes it yeah, if the Louisiana mud flaps were using dogs to smell coronavirus, <laughs> no shocker. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense, man. Yeah, Everybody's sense. got their little Boudreaux dogs out. But not Florida, bread, not yo. Miami. But not Miami, the Miami I fucking know. heat, man. Know. You know these dogs are being like diamond crested fucking uh leashes. It's like it's now they're gonna be with flak jackets on. That's what they're gonna be with. Uh, Miami. Know? True. <laughs> True. Well, that's an interesting Jay uh, pick for this week for what the F Florida man. Really interesting story, Jay. I didn't really any, know any, anything about this at all whatsoever. Uh, number one. And number two, I didn't even know that they could even train dogs to smoke coronavirus. So that's uh, very interesting in itself. Uh, sounds a little suspect to me. Um, just a little bit, just because coronavirus hasn't around, been around that long. So, you know what I mean? I don't know how long it takes for a dog to start to be able like you know how they have dogs that like sniff out cocaine right yeah like that i'm sure it Mm -hmm. takes a while for them to like those dogs are always so hyper (laughs) but it it takes them a while i guess to train them to smell sniff that out right it's not something i would assume is done right it's not done overnight i'm sure so again i'm not sure if the the time is 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 in there but whatever man whatever knows bro yeah god knows but according to mickey it is (laughs) <laughs> well let's see what happens after the first game if there's a flare-up of coronavirus cases right after the first game you'll know exactly what happened those uh, dogs didn't uh, work out very well uh but jay thanks again no, for <laughs> yeah exactly well again jay uh thanks for uh that one for what that florida man and uh that's going to bring us to our interview here with uh, mr david weiss uh make sure you check him out on his uh website which is flatearthpodcast.com uh, he has a podcast that he does on a weekly basis. Make sure you go ahead and check it out. Uh, he has a bunch of interviews there. Also, his uh, his app, make sure you go ahead and check that out there as well. Uh, Jay, he has an app that kind of like explains the uh, the flat earth and it actually has uh, like a frequently asked questions area. Like, you know, why is this and this and that? And you have a question, it's usually there. Um, it's right there all in the app. So it's pretty interesting. Uh, FlatEarthPodcast.com. So make sure you check that out. And uh, we're going to be getting into our interview here with Mr. David Weiss of the Flat Earth podcast. Hi, my name is Jim Schmidt. I'm the author of The Way of Existence, and you're listening to Dark Fringe Radio. You can find my book at www.twoebooks.com. There's over! Ladies and germs, it's All right, good evening, Dark Fringe Radio listeners. Uh, we have a very special guest on tonight. He is the host of the Flat Earth Podcast. Of course, you can follow that at theflatearthpodcast.com. Uh, he's also been a guest on the Sam Tripoli's Tinfoil Hot, Talk is Jericho, Alchemy Radio, Revolutionary Radio, uh, Alex Jones Infowars, and Owen Benjamin, and a lot of other uh, shows that uh, he's been on. Please welcome to Dark Fringe Radio, Mr. David Weiss. David, how are you tonight? Doing well, William. Thanks for having me. Uh, looking forward to the conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so listen, David, listen, I did a podcast on the flat earth about, I want to say maybe 30 episodes ago, we're about 89, 90 episodes in now. So it's a while ago. And uh, we kind of started talking before the show here, how about, you know, if I believe in the flat earth or not. And I was like, you know, I'm still kind of on the fence. And, you know, I kind of explained to you about how I had this interview about 30 episodes ago. And, and then I found you after, and I was like, man, this is a completely different take. And uh, so (laughs) Thank you for coming on the what podcast. Was, what was you had the Flat Earth Society on? Who who did you have, and what did they I, say? I had John Davis. I guess he was the either treasurer or one of the people yeah. on there. I don't know who he was. He came out of nowhere, and so you know, I brought him on, and you know, he, there was a couple of things where you know they he kind of put out there that I wasn't really uh, in tune with, like you know how he said that the Earth was kind of like a dish, you know what I mean, and stuff like that, and just like. I'm not sure how the way he explained it wasn't, it just wasn't resonating with me. It wasn't clicking with me. You know what I mean? So, so he, he was saying that the earth is like a dish floating in space. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one of the I, things that's, I start out, that's the reason. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I said, I started to start out by saying the flat earth society is a disinformation site. Mm. It's to make you laugh at flat earth. I mean, addition space, I'm out, you know, right. that's it. Right. So that that's not what the flat earth is. You know, when you Google flat earth, you get stuff like this. We gotcha. have a disc and then other round planets or all discs 
Nobody, nobody believes that except right. people at the flatter society, they propel stuff like that. And uh, that's just nonsense. So, so you, you know, think it's completely you, dis- disinformation, huh? Total. Man, that's so crazy, huh? And it's, yeah, it's amazing. Ob- Obama ahead. plugged it a half a dozen times in his speeches. Yeah, yeah. I kind of realized that too after the fact. Uh, and you don't realize these things until after you do some research. And that's a big thing that you implore a lot of people to do. And I also implore a lot of people here um, in my podcast because we talk about a lot of conspiracies and things of that nature. And I always tell people to research. Like you tell, you know, a lot of people will make a judgment about the flat earth, but they won't do research on it. And um, Dave, let me ask you, what got you into this whole thing? What made you go from a globe earther, a round earther to a flat earther? What, what was the, what was the genesis here? You know, we were all globe earthers and um, I did a conspiracy podcast and people started sending me in the third year. Hey, have you looked into the flat earth? And I ignored it. I thought that was a joke. I thought, okay, they're just idiots. I banned people from our social media for even suggesting it. But then, uh, you know, a fellow researcher that I respect said, you know, David, I think the earth might be flat. And I was like, are you kidding me? And I went in with a bias to prove it wrong, to Mm -hmm. to disprove the flat earth and prove the globe. And that's how you become a flat earther. When you Mm -hmm. really put your mind to figuring out what it is, whether, you know, biased or not, you're going to find out that the heliocentrical, the helio nonsensical model, I call it, is mm. complete and total, you know, bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. You know, and it was, I was watching some of your videos earlier, which, by the way, you can go on YouTube and check them out. Um, they're all uh, available there as well. And um, one video that I was watching, uh, David, was you were explaining that heliocentric uh, model and you were really getting into how. How could you explain the Earth be spinning at, I mean, how many millions of miles per second and also be spinning around, um, you know, an atmosphere that way? It just doesn't make sense. I mean, all your senses would be thrown off like you kind of explained. You you, you wouldn't be right. You wouldn't be able to see a lake flat as a penny. Um, how right. to, Explain that again, if you could. So they tell us in the heliocentric model, we're spinning at a thousand miles an hour. So that means when you're watching the sunset, you're falling over backwards faster than the speed of sound, right? Mm -hmm. You're on the top of the ball and you're falling over, which is making the sunset. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's crazy in itself. And then while that's going on, you're orbiting around the sun at 66,000 miles an hour. Right. And you're chasing the sun at a half a million miles an hour. If that's Mm -hmm. a speed that even exists, I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. Well, that entire system is moving sideways at one or two million miles an hour. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, you're referring, you know, they tell us because of the spin of the earth, the water bulges at the equator 14 miles high, oh. right? It bulges at the equator, but this lake doesn't have a ripple in it. <laughs> okay. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know? So you're already poking holes in the bullshit right there. So yeah, yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. I mean, imagine holding a plate of water in a car going a hundred miles an hour on a straight road. Okay. Impossible. As soon as that car starts to turn, yeah, the water's out. Right. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. You know, and it's, it's amazing to me that um, people have these beliefs of the globe earth or the round earth. And it's really what was indoctrinated into us since at an early age, right? Before we can talk, we were programmed that the earth is a ball. You know, when we were infants, they had, we had mobiles over our head of planets. You know, <laughs> they sit us down in front of Sesame Street. They've got astronauts on there and rockets and the yip-yaps with the earth and the moon. And, and, it's, and then you go to kindergarten and there's a globe in the front of the class and they're teaching you about gravity by swinging a bucket of water around problem with that is gonna sneeze is um (laughs) it's uh is you have to put the water on the outside of the bucket if you want to show us you know what's going on so again it's all indoctrination all movies everything global network news there's globes everywhere once you see it Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's ridiculous. Next time you're in a store or you go, you know, that it sells globes, you know, they have them in like, you know, decoration stores or yeah. all sorts of stuff. Just pick up the globe and look at the sticker on the bottom. It says not for not for educational purposes, for entertainment only. Oh, wow. Really? I never yeah. knew that was at the bottom of the globes. That's amazing. It, I, every globe says that. 
That's so crazy. And you know what, David? Um, another thing I wanted to kind of ask you when it comes to the globes and the and the map of the Earth. One of the things that we um, see all the time when it comes to the map of the Earth is like this flat out model of the Earth, and that's not what we should be thinking what the Earth looks like. It's more of like that UN, right, or that uh, that well, UN model. Yeah, I mean the the UN flag is the flat Earth um, model. You know, is gotcha. the flat Earth map. Now, we don't have a perfect map of the flat Earth, but mm -hmm. it's way better than the globe Earth because the globe right. one makes absolutely no sense. But the way <laughs> the way it is, the, the way the flat Earth works is you have to think about the Earth is like a giant pond. OK, mm -hmm. all of the oceans of the, of the Earth make a pond and all of the islands in the middle are the continents. Mm hmm. And the shoreline of the pond isn't the edge of the world where you can fall off into space. It's just the edge of the pond. And it's mm -hmm. the higher, the, all of the land is higher than the water. That's how mm. the edge of a pond is where the land is higher than the water. Right. Well, all of that, that entire edge all the way around is Antarctica. Mm. And then the Antarctica goes on for thousands of miles. We don't know because it's off limits. And nobody's allowed to go there. Mm. So we yeah. live in the Antarctic basin. And, mm -hmm. you know, and water at rest lays flat. Large bodies of water at rest lay flat. And so with that model that you're showing there, David, yeah. if you were to use that model, you would basically show that the earth, that the sun and moon would basically travel around the perimeter, basically, of that of that circle. Correct. And that's how you would get the different time zones and different yeah. days. So right. Let me show you, let me show you my app and we'll, we'll just go through that a little bit. All right. Please. Let me yeah, share please. screen. If you can make sure that it's this big on the screen and it's not cut off on the edge. No, it's perfect. Okay. So, so think of this, the, the face of the earth is like the face of a clock right. and the sun is the hour hand and the sun is where, wherever the sun is, it's noon. Mm -hmm. So the sun goes around once every 24 hours. Makes sense. Maybe it's kind of interesting that they gave us a clock that goes around twice a day to confuse us. <laughs> I mean, right. So the sky is a perfect clock and the sun goes around once every 24 hours and it laps the moon once every 28 days. Okay. Mm. So the position of the moon and the phase of the moon keeps track of the weeks and the months. The sun keeps track of the hours and the days. And, uh, and if I if I put on the the zodiac, the stars, mm. the fixed stars in their position, all of the twelve, you know, the constellations, they lap the sun once a year. They're going just slightly faster than the sun, right. so the sun will move into the constellation that's coming up behind it every month. It'll be here next month. It'll be here in Pisces. Next month it'll mm. be here, and it'll work its way around. So the stars keep track of the seasons and the years. It's pretty. Mm frigging clear yeah look um, at that it's amazing in, in in the app we have uh there, there's there's a ton of stuff there's um we have all of these you know other places to get information great podcasts uh in, information on mud floods biblical flat earth you know if you google hey top 10 reasons the earth is a globe you're going to get these articles and these videos from mainstream that are basically the the dumbest arguments ever but in this video on the bottom here we have uh um, we have those videos in there and we take them apart for you. We like, Oh, no, wow. Okay. Don't go over the horizon. We'll show you how, how that happens. I have playlists in different languages. And what I tell people is, Oh, and the frequently asked questions, every question that you're going to ask, you know, Hey, what about gravity? What, what about ships over the horizon? Mm -hmm. You know, if I clip ships over the horizon, up comes, up comes of videos that YouTube won't feed you. That'll show you how there is no curvature. Mm. So with the censorship, it's really hard to find the information, but now it's all here in this app. In one app, what that's I tell amazing. People is, yeah, what I tell people is get the app. It's $2.99, right? <clears throat> oh, he's in it for the money. You know, nope, that's not it at all. I left a, a very profitable business to do this full it's time. It's less than a cup of coffee. Come on, to, please. It's a half a beer. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> and, but I have a... I have a challenge for your listeners. Every day there's a new video down here, a featured video of the day, short ones during the week, long ones on the weekend. And I say, watch the video every day for two weeks and then send me one proof of the globe and I'll refund you $2 and 99 cents. And I'll give you a Bitcoin full Bitcoin. Wow. All right. Okay. All right. 
So you heard it here. David Weiss is telling you the globe. He wants proof of the globe. And let me ask you, David, has there been anybody so far has brought you anything that has been close to any proof? Would I be offering a Bitcoin if I was in any fear of losing <laughs> that Bitcoin? No, I probably now, wouldn't. Now, think so. by the way, but like if if when I when I first heard about Flat Earth, if yeah. I saw a guy on the internet with this, I'd be like, I'm taking that challenge. I've got 50 proofs of the globe. But right. then when you start looking, just go before you send it to me, hit that question mark and look, make sure your question's not answered in there, because it is. Mm-hmm, it's in there. It and right. then it's it's not just video; it's a video that's explaining it to you. Don't believe anything. We're, we'll show you how to do the experiments yourself. But here, watch the sun. We have the outer yellow line is the Tropic of Capricorn, and the inner mm-hmm. yellow line is the Tropic of Cancer. Mm-hmm. And if I move the sun up, if I jump them up with the little jumping guy to June, that's our ah. inner northern summer because the sun is closer to us. So right? the sun comes in and out basically all that. It, Every six months, it, gotcha. it goes from uh, the Cancer to Capricorn. Gotcha. So right now, where the sun is, it's our inner northern summer. And because it's closer to us, it's higher in the sky. Higher. It's over our heads. So mm-hmm. imagine imagine a, a, an airplane flying straight over your head, 10,000 feet. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. another airplane, same height, paralleling that airplane 20 miles to your south. Okay? okay. When you look at the one over your head, that's your summer sun. And when you look at the one that's out south, that's your winter sun. It's lower in the sky because mm-hmm. it's way over there gotcha. and it's farther away and it's colder. That's it. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, Makes perfect so sense. if I jump back out to, to, um, if I go out to now or yeah, October, November, December, bam, it's the outer it's summer out. sun. Yeah. So Australia is the sun's right over them and they're having a blazing summer where we're in the middle of our winter. That's right. That makes sense. You know, and it's Pretty amazing. Cool. Yeah, it's awesome. This app is so uh, versatile, which also gives so much more information, which is really cool. I really implore everybody uh, to uh, check that out. Where can they find that app, David, please? It's in the Apple App Store. You have to have an iPhone 6 or higher. And it's in the mm-hmm. Google Play Store. You have to have operating system 8.0 or higher. And it works on iPads and Google Pads. Okay. So just for iOS, just for mobile devices. Gotcha. It's not for, um, it's not for uh, computers, unfortunately. Okay. No, no, that's cool. No, that works. Uh, you know, David, it's... a it's amazing the misinformation that we deal with here. You know what I mean? When it comes to the flat earth um, and, and to everything, really, if you really think about it um, in all aspects of our life. But um, I want to kind of focus on NASA for a second. Um, yes. My favorite. <laughs> I am a firm believer on the moon landing being faked. Uh, I will stand being by what? that. It's a fake moon landing. The moon landing was fake. Big movie. Right, here's, here's a question. Wait, test question. Is this the 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 moon the the lem rendezvousing with the orbiter from the moon, real footage from NASA, or is this a rejected um, clip from South Park because they didn't like the animation? It wasn't good enough. <laughs> I would probably say B because the animation looks pretty shitty. <laughs> yeah, this but, is actual footage from NASA. When is they it? departed the moon, it looks and horrible. They were connecting with the land with the orbiter. Yeah, I mean, if they people think they can believe that, I mean, in all the photos, I mean, David, we've I, I've I've gone into nauseum uh, about the photos, uh, especially the astronauts, you know, running around with ropes and 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 high wire and the the module coming down. And there's no blast marks anywhere. After the fact, uh, I mean, all oh, those just, the, the rocket landings are the, are my favorite. They're yeah, so I don't understand. Friggin' yeah. bad. <laughs> and these videos here, like exactly what you're showing. I mean, it's so apparent that these people are on wires, and you can see the wires in some of these occasions, it's, like you're showing right there. It's it's a perfect example. It's so clear. Here, check this out. Which one is a real rocket? I. I bet you they would say the one on the left, it's the real one, right? Yeah, well, unfortunately, that is supposedly the real one. <laughs> but this is a day, there, there's 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 five to ten foot rollers out there. You would have right. a hard time standing on that raft, okay? Ugh. It's windy, and this thing is landing on a bullseye. This thing is like, 
is like five stories tall. Like like somebody can walk underneath the little leg in there. You know, right. this is yeah. gigantic and it's heavy. And that little flame it, and it's able to find mm. that raft and land. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 so inconceivable. I, I don't understand how people it, really yeah. believe it. Yeah, this is a 1957 movie where they basically predictively programmed us into accepting something like this nonsense. Mm, it, it's so unreal how, how bad it is. It's amazing. And, you know, I believe that we've never been into space uh, personally. What is your take on that? I mean, what do you what think? What about the space station? What about footage like this? How would you explain oh, this? I mean, I could do that right now in my living room. <laughs> how <laughs> the green the screen? Right? Yeah, where are you going to get the Earth, the picture oh, of the Earth? I'll find it online from NASA. <laughs> yeah. Or perhaps one of our flat earthers took this from his front yard and just turned oh, it upside down. Look at that. Amazing. Ah. Isn't it? And that was the, the budget of zero dollars. $65 million a day. Do you believe Stanley uh, Kubrick was behind the fake moon landing? It's probably, you know, yeah, yeah probably yeah. they need somebody to film it and, and they couldn't do it. Is this a 40,000 pounds of steel falling out of the sky or is that a blimp? <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. It looks like a blimp, but no, it looks, yeah, it looks like a blimp. Before, look, you see that guy? He jumped. Uh-oh. That was Felix Baumgarten. He's gone in a split He's second. Gone. Wow. Okay. How's that? What it, this is 40,000 pounds of steel or a helium blimp. That's a blimp, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Come and on. That, that's supposed to be the external tank of the shuttle falling back to Earth. That's crazy. Burn up because it's going to go so fast. It's going to burn up and, and dematerialize. Uh, David, tell me about NASA and their photos online. <laughs> what NASA? What about NASA? Their photos that they put out there about space. Tell me about space. All these photos that they show about the you yeah, know. like this. They, they took this in 2016 of Jupiter. Right. This is, yeah. This is the aurora that proves right. that Jupiter has a magnetic pole. Right. Wow. But it's the exact same thing. It's the exact. None of these storm clouds have changed. Have moved. Right. In in over two years. It's amazing. It's amazing yeah. that this information is just you know constantly yeah. put out there. You know, and they have us thinking that, you know, we landed on the moon and all this. I mean, what do you think the purpose behind NASA? Is it just a complete misinformation like campaign or what do you think the the, the purpose of it's literally to control our minds? Uh, You know, the government is control the mind, meant as mind, govern is control, govern the mind. Mm -hmm. So they they want us believing that we are um, insignificant, uh, meaningless specks flying in space. And we have no, you know, there's we're just random accidents. Hmm. They're hiding the creator. They don't want us to know that we're at the center of creation. They don't want us to know that there's probably more. Look, imagine if there was some tyranny going on in the world. Just imagine if you could. <laughs> some tyranny. <laughs> and, uh, and people were fed up. But, and, but they had other options. Like, hey, you know what? Right. We can go to other continents that are not run by governments. You think people would be picking up and leaving? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I would. Yeah, yeah. So, I think there would be a lot of people. You know, perhaps there's more land beyond Antarctica. Um, and, you know, personally, I, I can't prove it, but I believe that there is. You know, there may be another ring with other, um, you know, other another sun out there right. with another ring. Beyond that, there could be there could be other continents within our southern oceans that we just don't have. We can't get to because they're like uncharted. GPS will steer you around them. It's, it's quite large out there. Yeah, I know it is. And, you know, again, un, um, it's been uncharted, of course, area. Nobody's ever been out there ever since, what, 1950-something, since that treaty was signed that nobody could go into. Nin- 1957, the Antarctic go. Treaty. Nobody is allowed to go ex- independently explore Antarctica. Uh, right. they're not, no one's allowed past 60th parallel which is mm-hmm. this pink line. So no one's allowed to take any fuel beyond that. It's still hundreds of miles to Antarctica. Wow. And then and you'll be stopped by force if you if you even try. Right, exactly. It's amazing. It's amazing. And you know, David, uh, you know, we have this app, you know, you've come out with uh, you know, you do your podcast, you're, you're constantly trying to get this information out there. And a lot of people ask me, they say, "Oh, you know, why why would you even consider, you know, talking about the flat earth?" But the flat earth is something that's really important because you know, it kind of leads into everything else that bleeds into what we're getting as far as information wise. It's not the correct information. Is it, do you do you stand by that? If you're lost in space and don't know who you are, where you are, what you are, don't know that you have divinity over yourself and nobody else has dominion over you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that you know, you'll make bad decisions. The world is in a screwed up place right now. People are believing nonsense, you know? People have, are infected with cartoons in their mind, right? <laughs> Without saying too much, I don't want to get you kicked off. But no, no, it's that's okay. because people are, people are lost in space. People, yeah. are, people are, are just, they have no idea what's going on. So it's all about mind control. It's all about, uh, you know, not knowing that you have great, a lot of power. People are like, what difference does it make? I can't do anything. You know, we're the many, they are the few. That's right. Okay. It, the problem is people are just obedient, brainwashed slaves. Yeah. I guess some, uh, some people just are uh, what they call, um, you know, content with just being whatever, you know what I mean? And uh, not knowing anything or not knowing any better, but, you know, we talked about, you know, the flat earth, you know, NASA, I want another subject I wanted to kind of get into uh, with you as well is this whole COVID business. Um, and I know it's a really taboo subject, especially for social in, media platforms. <laughs> and what, 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 you can cut off for a second. What, which thing? Uh, the COVID uh, issue, obviously, that we're dealing with yeah. here in the United States. And um, I wanted to kind of get your take on it um, because, you know, I do believe that there's maybe something out there, obviously, but I think it's a little bit more blown out of proportion than what people so, may think. So, yeah, there's you something, think? you know, I mean, you lose your taste and smell for a couple of weeks and maybe you get a little chill and you have a 99.97% chance of surviving if you get it mm-hmm. um, versus if you get the jab, you have a two or 3% chance of a severe reaction or death. Right. Okay. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. Yeah. The, I, do, do some odds on that. There was like 23 dead in Norway. I don't know if you've seen that article or not, but after receiving the jab, what <clears throat> but happened? Go ahead. 23 dead in Norway after receiving the jab, like a few days right after receiving it. Yeah. I'm sure they're reporting all the numbers too. Yeah. I it's, know. <laughs> uh, there was an old age home. There is an old, old age home in upstate New York that had, uh, you know, I don't know, 200 people in it or something. And a couple of people had been tested positive, which means absolutely nothing if you understand what the PCR test is. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, but no deaths. And then they all, then 80% of them got the vaccine. And within one week, there was 24 people that died of COVID. Wow. Maybe, the, maybe the jab is the beer bug. Maybe it is. I mean, uh, I, yeah. I just, oof, I don't understand how people can't see through it. I mean, is it just because the media because is it they're just lost in space? Their mind in space. is infected <laughs> with cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's, you're right. that's really it. Yeah, you're you right. Know, people look at this and think this is the earth, but nobody does critical thinking. Look, this is Baja to the, to the West coast of, um, or the East coast, which East coast. I'm backwards. Yep. East coast. <laughs> and so, that segment there is measurable because we can drive it and we can figure it out. And, you know, because when you're flying in an airplane, you have to believe what GPS tells you, but we can right. measure this and it's 934 miles, 934 into the diameter of the earth equals eight and a half times. Okay. So we need eight and a half of these to equal this diameter right here. Eight and a half of those is a little bit longer. Yeah. That's that's only seven and a half or seven and three quarters. It's right. even longer, right? So the Earth is either tiny or that's a painting, and we never went to the moon. Mm, man, I, I'm with option B at this point. I can tell you that. Um, you don't have to convince <laughs> me of that, honestly, brother. Seriously, because I've seen it and I've tried to convince other people, and some yes, they've uh, you know they've turned over, but some will just stick to what they have been taught all their life, man, all their life. And uh, like you said, it, it's been indoctrinated into us as far as what we, we believe in. You know, David, uh, what if there was any piece of evidence besides something like this or even talking about, you know, seeing ships in the distance and, you know, things like that, what would be one piece of evidence that you would say that you would try to give a layman um, just like me, you know, to say, hey, listen, this is what I would say to them to kind of convince them. Well, there, there is no curvature. That, right. that, that is fact. So if the earth is 24,901 miles around, mm-hmm. you should be able to have curvature um, over the water. Now, there's Navy ship captains that will, um, sh- they can, with a pinpoint laser, with a pencil-thin laser, can target another boat 100 miles away. Well, 100 miles away, there should be over 6,000 feet. That's over a mile of curvature. But they can target the boat with a pinpoint laser. Right. There's no curvature. Makes how many, sense. How many stretches of flat water does it take to make a sphere? Right. Right. So people say boats disappear from the bottom up. Watch this. There's no boat here. We're zooming in. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And all of a sudden you're like, wait, wait, there's the boat. There's the boat right there. So now watch. Now look at the hull of the boat. Okay. And as we pull out, watch the hull of the boat's going to disappear. So this is equivalent to a boat sailing away. Watch. It's it's like half gone, right? It's mm-hmm. up, it's up to the window. Right. The hull's gone. Right. And then that was sailing away. You go, it's over the horizon. And then we zoom in and there it is again. Right. If something goes over the horizon, I don't care if you have the Hubble telescope, which by the way isn't real. Uh, you could zoom in and you would hit the you would hit the mound of water. You wouldn't see it again. Gotcha. It gotcha. all has to do with the angular resolution limits of our eyes. And on a day like this with these waves, these little waves will block out the lower part of the boat because these waves are bigger here and the boat's getting smaller. So it's disappearing what I call Mm. the wave front edge. Right, because the wave is bigger than the boat at that point. Yeah. From the forefront. Got it. Makes sense. Man. No curvature. (laughs) Yeah, it's right there. I mean, if there was, you wouldn't really be able to see that boat, really, right? Yeah. If it was true, if there was curvature to the earth, you wouldn't be able to see that boat. You'd yeah. maybe see the top of the sail if that, right? Well, it, well, the other thing is we don't know exactly how far away that boat is or how much right. curvature should it be. You can argue that all day. But when there's something like this, a fixed oil rig, you know, mm-hmm. this one uh, with the camera at one foot, according to Globe Earth Calculator, mm-hmm. uh, there should be 59 feet of curvature at the at the rig. But we can see the water for tens of miles beyond the rig. Right. There should be 59 feet of water blocking us from seeing the surface of the water here. 59 yeah. foot hump. Right. But we can see the we can see the surface of the water flat for miles and miles and miles. miles behind that. Right. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't yeah. make sense. And this yeah. is just a clip from a video. We zoom in and out. You can see it. And the only answer the Globers have is refraction. That refraction is magically lifting up the water so there's no hump and but leaving the oil rig mm-hmm. i mean it's the dumbest thing ever it's it's like <laughs> the dumbest crap ever <laughs> but they have us believe in it david they have us believe in it they have us believe in this whole yeah. thing why do you think they have us believing it i know it's the control but i mean is there more to it i mean is it's there the, like a- it's to hide god it's to control our minds yeah. it's to um make us think that there's no more you know they don't want us exploring maybe what they consider their garden, you know, which is there, there could be paradises beyond where we're allowed to go. You know, another point that I kind of wanted to make here, too, um, as well, David, um, that I found from your videos um, was I saw one where you were talking to, um, I believe, it was an older lady that went to school here in the United States. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So in, and in she January. was talking about how they taught flat earth in school. Explain that, please. Yeah, so I was interviewing her about the World's Fairs, which uh, which is a whole nother thing, um, you know, mm-hmm. in the early 1900s. And she had gone and she was telling me all about it. And then she was telling me about stuff when she was five years old. And I said, mm-hmm. where did you go to elementary school? She knew the school, the name, the teachers, kids in her class. And I said, what did they teach you in science class about the earth? And she just, I never mentioned flat earth. And she looks at me, she goes, they taught me the earth was flat. But, you know, then they changed it, you know, <laughs> in the later years. Right. And uh, and I was like, she goes, I just thought science was getting better, you know, and uh, and she said that she believed it. And I told her and she'd like broke down in tears. She was so happy because she always wow. knew that it was. And and so we found newspaper articles and microfilm uh, of, uh, you know, other articles about teachers being persecuted for teaching uh, heliocentrism. And a woman from a Croatia said in the 1930s, 1930s, that wasn't that long ago. No. Um, well, everyone in Croatia knew the earth was flat. So I think this takeover happened in the early, you know, late 1800s, early 1900s, when they started to uh, really, you know, steal our, our world from us. Yeah. Steal it and make a bunch of lies and then use that as uh, you know, as a, a foundation for NASA and, yep. and, and, and other agencies like that, you know, and it, When I saw that video, I was just amazed because a lot of people think that, that, you know, this whole flat earth thing is a new thing. It's not a new thing. Now, this 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 concept has been around for hundreds of years, correct? It's been around and it's always been around. But I think the Internet kind of got away from them a little bit Mm -hmm. and uh, it it started going viral. So, you know, when we first when I first got into it, there was hundreds of videos coming out every week. And it's (laughs) great. You can just find stuff now. Like yeah. they're, they're hiding it. Yeah. You know, like if you try to find it, you find propaganda 
stuff. Yeah. You know, you find some of our, our key flat earth people that are just caught in a bad interview and they, they splice it together in a way and they make a oh. video out of it. And then that's the first thing that you find. Sons of bitches. You know, yeah. It's just un <laughs> it's unbelievable, but it's yeah. not working because even when you find that you're like, wait a minute, a lot of people see through it. Like that doesn't yeah. look right. And then right. they look deeper and then they, hopefully they find something else. That's one thing I will say about people um, now that they've gotten a little bit more wiser to what they see on YouTube and see these clips and they're kind of can cut through the bullshit and they can know like, okay, they know what's been put in front of them is maybe kind of bullshit or not. So yeah, I will give you that. They've been a little bit more Spartan up to that. But um, again, David, yeah. uh, tell us again uh, where we could find all your work again. That's at the flat earth, uh, flat earth uh, podcast. Not the flat earth society. I, no, I was going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it's easy. Uh, I have a podcast. It's called the flat earth podcast. Flat earth podcast. It's uh, yeah. available on all podcast players. You can also go to the website, the flat earth podcast.com. Mm -hmm. um, my YouTube channel is the initials for deep inside the rabbit hole. It's just D I T R H. Yeah. Just remember deep inside the rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. And again, the app is the best way. You know, if you're looking at a computer, just point your camera right here and nice. you'll pull it up or just search flat earth. It's the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. But if you search Flat Earth on your phone, it should be the number one hit. I've heard some reports that some people can't find it in their app Ooh. store. You have to really type it out uh -oh. or just point your camera at this QR code and that'll bring it up. Or at the end of all my videos, that QR code's there. Awesome. Awesome. We'll and, make uh, sure to do Go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. It's $2.99. Um, it's the best $2.99. Just read the, re read the reviews, except for the couple of people that are like, my phone from 1990 doesn't work, you know. Um, but yeah. besides that, people are like, I've never bought an app before. I'd pay $30 for this app. Best app ever. So um, enjoy it. Awesome. Yeah. Everybody, Dark Refrigerated listeners, make sure you check that out. Uh, check out the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app uh, on your uh, app store there on your uh of and course, maybe you iTunes. get a free Bitcoin. If you hey, you might get a free Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Hey, David, listen, you are a pleasure to have on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. And, right, uh, you know, we'll definitely have to have you back on here in the future. Definitely. Okay, man. Thanks for, thanks, thanks for having me. And uh, we'll talk again. Thanks. Send me a link right. when this is up. All right. Absolutely. You got it, my friend. All right. Have a good night. See you. All right. Peace. Have a good night. Bye. All right, guys, I hope you uh, enjoyed that interview with Mr. David Weiss. Make sure you check out his stuff at the flatearthpodcast.com. Make sure you check out that app. Um, and uh, he still has that. Uh, there's a little bit of a challenge that he has out there for, uh, for people, Jay, that if they can actually prove that the earth is a round earth that he would give. So uh, <clears throat> he's been able to pretty much debunk everybody, supposedly, uh, since then. Elon. Elon Musk. <laughs> that's out to you there, dog. Yeah, I don't know if he needs the money though, oh, right? I, back I don't need that back. I, but, <laughs> come on, Elon. I'm, my guess is you've got something on one of those SpaceX's that shows. Oh, I'm sure. If anybody does, right? So it's him. But yeah, um, so yeah, check that out okay. again. The Flat Earth Podcast .com. Uh, But uh, Jay, before we say goodnight to everybody, we like to do a little bit segment before we say goodnight, uh, which is sure. uh, what to watch. And uh, Jay, what do you have this week for everybody for what to watch? Well, I, I kind of, again, have two. I keep overloading us, and I apologize, friends. No, that's fine. One, More content. You, one you can't watch until tomorrow. I'm going to suggest everybody goes on, gets the pay-per-view to watch Conor McGregor and uh, Dustin Poirier uh, fight for the possibility of who could one day be a champ. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, hopefully at some point, Habib will figure out if he's going to stay uh, retired. And I kind of hope he does. I kind of mm. hope he does. Uh, Listen, my favorite if fighter. there's any way to go out gangster, it's to go out that way. Undefeated champ. Throwing, throwing Justin Gaethje in a triangle. Exactly. As the finishing match of your life and your career. Uh, it doesn't get much better than that. I, it doesn't. I, he's my favorite fighter, but I really like Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor. He's compelling. His comeback, he looks great. He looks trim. He seems like he's in a good place. The question is, will he, he was always a killer. He was a hunter. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why a lot of his fights end in early rounds. So the question is, he didn't really go out and hunt David Cero uh, Cowboy Cerrone. They clinched pretty quickly. That shoulder broke his nose. It was efficient. It, it was efficient it was and smart. The thing is, too, is uh, Donald Cerrone is not a quick starter as well. He's a very notorious slow He's, starter. Right. Yep. So he knew that he really didn't have to go in for the kill at the beginning because he's like, you know what? This guy's a slow starter. I can kind of take my time with him and see if I can pick him apart. And that's exactly what he did. And he was very efficient in doing that. Question I have for you. Who's the champ in that division? Is it Volkanovski? 
No, right now it's, it's still Habib. Oh, okay. So he still has the belt then, right? Habib has Habib has the belt because while he has, uh, you know, so there's no interim title retired, ch- champion right now. No, okay, all right. I wasn't sure about that. No, there were there was talk because <clears throat> Dustin right. Poirier is number two. He was right. he was number two. Um, there was talk of this being uh, ultimately for the title. There's been some talk about some, you know, doing kind of a tournament style where you have Connor, Dustin, and the next. Uh, UFC would be like um, Gaethje Oliveira. Oliveira threw his fucking hat in the mix right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and there's it's it's such a heavy division, but I mean, and then you also talking about have the top. Uh, you also have what's his name Holloway too, who just came off a fucking fantastic performance, and I think he just broke a record for the most fucking le- punches landed in a, in a fight. In Max Holloway's a weight class below. Oh, is he? Okay. All right. Yeah. But I thought I thought, he, I, I thought I thought he said that he was watching that fight very closely though, too. That he wouldn't have a problem going up. No, he, he is, and he said he would have no problem going back up for a rematch with Connor if Connor right. wins and gets the belt. Right. Habib also said that if somebody does something really amazing, he might come back and fight them, let them try to take the belt from him. We also have talk of if Connor wins this fight, it might be a then it might be Connor versus either Oliveira. It's not Oliveira. Oliveira would have to win one more to get put in that mix. Okay. Um, it was going to be Ferguson. It might be Gaethje. Gaethje's been thrown in there. I would like to see a Gaethje Connor fight. Yeah, that might be interesting. I think Connor. A Gaethje Connor fight that. would be good. I think. I think. I because you know what? They're so similar. I think in 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 the way they fight. I think Connor would just out hustle him because he's just that much more bigger and stronger. I I mean, that's what I think in that. I don't, but, I hey, don't know. I mean, it could be still have a hell of a fight. I'm sure it's going to be something like crazy. Anybody, anybody <laughs> that can work Tony Ferguson that way with his hands. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Oliveira, Oliveira just massacred Tony Ferguson, but not, by, not with his hands. I mean, the way Gaethje was hitting Tony Ferguson, he looked like a retarded monkey. Yeah, he didn't look good at all. And a lot of people no. said that he wasn't the same after that fight. So, I mean, it goes I, to show you. I, I, that might be it. But Oliveira just out-wrestled him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see I want to see Oliveira fight somebody else. You can do that Tony Ferguson. You've got my respect for sure. So, I, either way, um, Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, it should be a fantastic fight. There's a couple other really good fights uh, mm-hmm. on here as well. I, uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of really good fights coming up on, on this card. Uh, and yep. the other one is on Netflix. I've been holding this one kind of in my back pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Iron Fist. Oh, okay. The TV series Iron Fist. I'm, mm-hmm. I love Marvel. Mm-hmm. But I don't like Marvel TV shows. S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. was okay. Yeah. But every other TV show they've ever tried uh, before or after has been just garbage. Have you seen The Punisher? It was terrible. Huh? Have you seen The Punisher? Yeah, I couldn't really... Really, I, I was I wasn't a fan. Man, I was such a huge fan of that. Man. It just it looked a just bargain basement. Really, if to me, yeah, to me watching the Punisher, I I just thought it looked a little cheap. But Iron Fist cheap works in a direction. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and it's a good story. Like too. it comes off as like that kind of B movie kung fu, you know, yeah. crouching tiger, hidden dragon kind of feel with the Marvel storytelling behind it. You know, it really feels like a comic book, like a real comic. It does, book. right? It does, it right. does. Right. Uh, yeah, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Daredevil. It was all garbage. Really, like, Daredevil I was liked okay. all that stuff. Daredevil was okay. Daredevil yeah. was okay. Otherwise, all the rest of it was it was crap. I DC does better with their TV shows. Arrow is fantastic. Gotham is unbelievable. Flash mm-hmm. uh, w- is torturous for me. Uh, every season, they, <laughs> they kill me. Uh, I I never think he's gonna make it, but he always does. He always does, yeah. But it gets me every time. <laughs> so it's so uh, weird how DC know, can come out with great TV shows, but they just can't come out great with a great TV movie. Show. But their movies are awful. They're god awful, awful, aren't they? That Wonder Woman I talked about it last week is yeah. I can't stress enough how fucking awful it was. <laughs> It was terrible. Gal Gadot is hot. It yes. was not worth it. Not worth it. People oh avoid that movie like the plague. 
Well, that's interesting, Jay. So we'll check that out. Um, I've actually seen Iron Fist. The, I've seen the whole series of Iron Fist. Really good shit. Uh, yeah, check that out. So, Jay, thanks so much for uh, giving those suggestions for what to watch this week. Uh, of course, just want to remind everybody how you can listen to the podcast. Make sure you go to our website, darkfringeradio.wordpress.com here at the bottom. And uh, right there, you'll have all the streaming uh, links uh, to your advantage and choose whatever you feel is necessary. So make sure you go ahead and check that out again. If you wanted to send any kind of correspondence to us, you want to be a guest on the show, send that to us at thedarkfringe at gmail.com. Again, that's thedarkfringe at gmail.com. And that's it. Uh, we really appreciate all you guys uh, checking us out this week on uh, Dark Fringe Radio. Anything else for the outro, Jay, before we say goodnight? Uh, no, just, you know what? Be kind to your fellow man. No matter what they are, color, belief, whatever, mm-hmm. it doesn't affect you. Just let it go. Be, yeah. be kind to your fellow man. That'll get us a long way. Much longer way. Absolutely, Jay. Can't agree more. Again, I am Will Martinez here with Dark Fringe Radio for my co-host, Jay Colosi. We'll see you guys again next week. Thank you for listening to Dark Fringe Radio recorded in the Mephistopheles Studios. Any correspondence can be sent to thedarkfringe at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening. <laughs>